What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Cam and Vicky, back with another episode of Everything Is We. And uh, we're excited to get started. I'm just happy you said our names together. That was great. I'm your host, Cam. <laughs> also, <laughs> also host, my lovely wife, Vicky. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get right into it. Appreciate you guys. What I want you guys to do before we get started, go ahead, like the video, hit that like button, smash the like button. It does wonders for the YouTube algorithm. All right. Do that for us. Subscribe if you haven't. Tell a friend, tell a family, evangelize. <laughs> also, if you don't know, we have a Patreon. Hit us up, Patreon. Everything you need to know will be in the description box below. Uh, what else? Hit us up on Apple, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor. Anchor. Google Play, anywhere Podbean, you can listen to podcasts. I don't know the rest. Of We're them. here. <laughs> We're there. We're everywhere. All right. So without further ado, is it without further or do or without, without further, further ado? Without further ado. Ado with an A. Without further ado. Yes. Ado. Without belaboring the time. Come on. The saints know that one. Belaboring. <laughs> you and your churchy talk. Come on. There's been some banter going on. I think this question has been like an age-old question. It's a very age-old question. The question is? Basically, we're talking about, this is friendships part two, basically. This is friendships part two, but as it pertains to, like, being in a relationship with somebody, what does that look like if you have friends of the opposite sex or want to have friends of the opposite sex? Can Can you have- a man- and a woman be friends platonically. I was telling her I was watching this podcast. This girl was on, famous girl. I don't know exactly know who she is, but she was on this particular podcast. And they asked her the same question. She's like, yeah, one of my best friends, he's a guy. And, and they were like, if, he, if you texted your guy friend right now and said, I'm horny, let's have sex, he would say yes. And she was like, no, no, he wouldn't. Like, no. And to make a long story short, essentially, he said yes. He didn't say no. <laughs> he, yeah, he did not say no. Now, he did it. It was a very nice voice. It wasn't like, man, I've been waiting for this my whole life. Or I've been, man, I've been waiting for you to come around. It wasn't nothing like that. But, you know, they, they had her send some texts and, you know, coach her on what to say. And he was like, are you, are you okay? She Kept going along with the whole experiment. He was like, okay. <laughs> and they were like, oh, oh, I told you, I told you. This goes back to, because we were watching Married at First Sight. If you don't watch this show, then you won't know what we're talking about. But it's just an example. One of the guys was saying that he doesn't feel comfortable with her having guy friends because she, he doesn't believe that a man and a woman can be friends without the man at some point falling for the girl and she felt like no we can i have lots of guy friends and he's like well i don't know how i feel about that so it reminded me of like when i was growing up and i had guy friends i think out of all of the guy friends that i had only one of them didn't try to advance himself towards me and i don't know if he actually ever did like me or not i'll never know i always assumed and maybe this is just me and the way that I grew up. But I always assumed that if a guy really likes you and y'all both single, 
even if nothing romantic ever happens, at some point he's thought about being with you at some point. Even if he doesn't make the move, he's probably thought about, I wonder if she would be, you know what I mean? If, like, you, are, if you are very close friends with a, an attractive female, let's be clear. It is extremely difficult to not grow feelings for an attractive female. Speaking from my own perspective, I mean, obviously I'm not a guy, but from the female perspective, like I've had a lot of guy friends growing up and I've pictured, I at least once pictured myself being with them just to see like, do I actually like them like that? You know what I mean? Like you, the scenarios play in your head, whether you want them to or not, if you really like that person and if they're attractive at some point, you're going to think about that, even if it doesn't happen. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily like a bad thing until you're in a relationship. And that's where it can kind of get confusing because your language and the way that you communicate can be misconstrued if you don't have a clear understanding of where those lines are, if you're, especially if you're married. It's very important that you have certain boundaries so that you don't cross those and those friendships don't become an issue. Agreed. I'm not trying to be this way but we are talking about human nature if you have two individuals okay and they both have decent looking somebody got feelings i've seen individuals talk about that's their brother and i know i know you have you two have been intimate when you had female friends prior to us being married was there ever a female friendship where you didn't feel that way at all like at no point. If they're if they're completely unattractive to me, I never thought about it. <laughs> but if they're attractive, like, yes, I, you definitely think about it. I'm not gonna see her and lie. Like as a guy, I feel like because guys, well, supposedly they say that because guys' sex drive is higher, you know, they tend to look at the physical more. They're it's, visual. It's not that. It's not that guys' sex drive is higher because. Women I know, have high sex drives. Yeah, I know people. Well, wink, wink, wink. I just know have, about me personally. I have, have a very high sex, sex drive. drive. <laughs> but but uh, if we're going to talk about anatomy and development, a young man's pleasure center is developed faster than his logical sense. There's a logic part of his brain. And I'm, I'm not going to get too you know, technical into it. All of you very, very smart people who said you guys are doctors and clinicians and all that stuff. You guys know this stuff. The ladies, you all's logic develops before your fun side, you know, fun, fun side of your brain develops. You mature. That's why girls are like, well, you play, why you play so much? Why y'all so, so childish? Because the pleasure center of our brain developed before our logic and maturity. And so where you guys can be like, no, like I'm really focused on this, that, and the third. And guys, we like, man, what you doing? Stop playing. <laughs> Let me get your number. Why you play so much? Girl, stop playing with me. Because that's what, that's what developed first. Okay. So then let's fast forward this to being an adult. Do you think adults can be in a platonic friendship? with the opposite sex without thinking about being with them because everything is we our friend like my friends are now our friends but i don't necessarily have like single female no. friends well neither of us do that that like i exclusively talk to 
that you don't know about. Yeah, no, neither of us do. I mean, but we'll get to that in a minute because that that goes back to the boundaries and stuff that I was talking about. But I'm just saying, like, in general, as an adult, as, with a man who has a developed, fully developed frontal lobe. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's appropriate. Are you saying, like, in a relationship, if you're in a relationship with somebody, you can't have a best friend of the opposite sex? If you're married. Oh, you're talking about marriage. Okay. If, Be clear. Because here's the thing. If you're not married, you're single. You all have to work those things out in your, you know, dating stage, engagement stage before you get to the marriage. Because by the time you get married, it's too late. I don't think it's appropriate for me to have a female best friend that I talk to, like, say Norris, for instance. I mean, that just that's just totally out of order for me to be sending voice notes back and forth every day, cracking jokes, laughing. You're like, who are you talking to? Uh, water my laundry. Water my laundry. I Why tried, to, say I tried like to say somebody's name that like don't exist. Water my laundry. Water my laundry. You. Whatever. Bonquisha. I, want, I had a friend named Bonquisha when I was in middle school. I'm sorry. God bless you. What's her name? Wherever you are. But that just, that's ain't, that ain't foul. Like, I'm, that ain't foul. That's foul. It's not, it, and it will be foul the same way for you to have a male friend that, that, that you time. just, we hanging out. You know, we the way, in. the way you, Taylor and Wanda, y'all just be on, you know, y'all be kiki keying it, voice notes and memes back and forth. Like, that, that's just totally out of order. Now, here's the other thing about that, though. Like, we do have friends that are single of the opposite sex. But we're all friends together. So if that guy were to text me about something, obviously he ain't gonna be keep, like he said, we ain't gonna be key keying and stuff. But if he texts me about some Cam, nine nine times out of ten, Cam knows what we talking about. You know what I mean? Like it ain't like I got guy friends that you don't know. You know what I mean? I probably know them from you. It ain't like we keep tabs on each other's friends, but we automatically are going to be friends with whoever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so to, to go back to Mary at first sight, she was saying that, yeah, I, sometimes I just pass out in my guy friend's couch. Absolute. When you're married and he said it, too, he said it and he said it strong and some people didn't like it, but he spoke with authority. He, he said, you do realize you're married now. That ain't going to cut it with me, because if the shoe. Is on the other foot. If you're in that same, if I'm in the same situation, I, oh yeah, I'm I'm a pass out at Bonquisha's house. No, if you sleep with somebody else, if if it's just a woman and she's single, definitely not. We fighting. What? We're boxing. And I'm specifically talking about me being a like a very close friend of someone who is single, who is not in a relationship, right? And, and like we texting all the time. We we are quote like no, no. To be fair, when we met. We were younger. We were a lot younger. Started when we was younger. And a lot of our adult friendships came from us being married, if that makes sense. Like, we don't, we don't have childhood best friends like that that we, that we talk to still and hang out with on a regular basis. Even, like, in the same sex, we don't. Like we, it's pretty much just us at this I'm a, point. I'm a PK, so I've had like 35 sets of Same. friends. So. And so we don't have a lot of friendships outside of our marriage and what we know of us being married. But there are a lot of people who get married later in life, you know, like in their later 20s and their 30s, and they have relationships 
with people prior to their marriage that they want to kind of bring into their new married life. And they may or may not fit because of that dynamic. It's like, you know, you may have a single woman who she's maybe in her late 20s or 30s and they she gets married to somebody, but she has a bunch of guy friends or something. And like, what are you like? Like that's I feel like that's what this question is. It's like people want to know how do you feel about having friendships outside of marriage that are with the opposite sex that you want to keep because those are people that you know you may have grew up with or whatever and you know you don't want your marriage to kill off all your friendships you know what i'm saying absolutely that's now that's good okay then that's what i said earlier about boundaries you have to establish certain boundaries you have to establish boundaries and your friends and you have to come to an understanding that we may have been cool for this particular season we may have been thick as thieves, thick as thespians, tight. I mean, what just is a thespian? we may have went back like two flats on a Cadillac, all those good old things. But things are going to have to change because you are stepping into a new season of your life that's going to require new boundaries, new standards, dynamics, new things that have to be set in place. I'm going to just be frank. I love all my friends, but they're not more important than this relationship right here true it's very true the two most important relationships that i have is my relationship with god and my relationship with my wife because at the end of the day i come home to my wife mm-hmm. yeah, there's another podcast i was watching and this guy was talking to his wife they have a podcast together and he was saying that he was talking to one of his boys and he was like yeah and he said marriage isn't worth it if you aren't willing to make it worth it because some people come into marriage and they're not willing to do the necessary things like, oh, you don't want it. You don't want to be married then. You right. want to be single because the, the way you're thinking, your thought process is single. Like if you don't understand the, the biggest word that you will probably go through in a marriage is compromise because it's not about you anymore. Facts. Everything is we. It's about us. Yeah. Like even if like we get married and you have a friendship or something and it's perfectly fine, but that person makes me uncomfortable, we have an issue and it has to be dealt with. And you're going to have to compromise on how much time you spend with that person or when you talk to that person. I mean, it ain't like I don't want you to have friends and stuff like that. But also, like if I feel uncomfortable, that is something that needs to be addressed. Bruh, I had to make a very difficult decision some years ago because my wife was uncomfortable in a situation and I had to let that person know that this is what it is and they didn't like it and I'm sure they were hurt and I didn't like the situation either numero uno (laughs) numero uno is right here okay if I'm uncomfortable we uncomfortable literally literally and i and i come across so many people and so many couples that i talk to and you know it's like yeah i'm uncomfortable with this and i voiced my opinion and blah 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 and boom arguments fights situate like sit down communicate have a two-way 
two-way communication to talk about the things that you guys are both uncomfortable with. Well, I'm uncomfortable with this. Well, this is what I'm uncomfortable. And don't make it. I think sometimes we can make stuff so about us. Right. Because. We we, think about yourself first. you, You think about yourself. You think about what happened to you. We try to make our situation the the gold standard of how everything works and i hate generalizations and you can't you can't do that no you can't especially not in a relationship like no healthy relationship starts with you thinking about yourself first you're always going to consider the other person especially when you're married like you can't just wake up and decide well i'm going to do whatever i want to do and if they fit into that okay but if they don't oh well like no like you have to think about that other person that's the whole point of being married i've also seen in certain circumstances and situations where one of the individuals in the, in the relationship, the husband or the wife will say, you can't talk to any men or I bet not see you talk to any women or you, you have to turn down opportunities. Oh, no, that's t- unhealthy too. Can we say toxic? Like that's absolutely ridiculous. I think there's extremes in both cases. You can either be so extreme to the point where you say, well, I should be able to be friends with whoever I want, whenever I want, and and not consider your feelings. And then there's also the other extreme where it's like super controlling. I think a lot of people feel like having boundaries is controlling, but that's not controlling. The controlling is when you telling your spouse what they can and can't do based on just being insecure. Yep. That's different than... Goes back to communication. That's Yeah, that's different than being considerate. Considerate and insecure are two totally different things. There's a difference between you can't and th- when you do this, this is how that makes me feel. There's Let's say I did have a friend or something, a guy friend that Cam didn't know prior to us being together. And then we got married and I still wanted to be friends with him. If we've talked it over and we've established boundaries and... We've established, you know, okay, this is your friend. Of course, you can still talk to them, whatever. But like, just don't be texting them late at night. And you know what I mean? Like, if we establish some boundaries and stuff, then we've worked through that and it's okay. But like, if I had that friend and then we came into the marriage, like, well, you need to cut off all your friends. Like, then I'm like, okay, you're crazy. There's a huge difference there. And I think communication is what establishes that difference. um, Because otherwise, you just at each other's throats. When you could have just talked about it. So many things can be solved with communication. All you have to do is express how you feel instead of just trying to be defensive about it. Like, no, you can't, you can't do nothing. No, that ain't, that ain't how that works. We, we have to have healthy conversations because what, what I don't want people to get in the habit of doing is seeing these topics and formulating unhealthy opinions about relationships, friendships, marriage. Yeah. I mean, this, this is why we're talking about this stuff. Right. Because you, ha- you have to have a healthy view, period. Mm-hmm. Like, like, period. And you, you discover that through communication with this individual. That's why we, talk- we had a podcast on communication. We had a podcast on friendships. We had a podcast on how to communicate effectively to one another with learning styles and, and personality styles and things of that sort. So you can understand, like, okay, how do I express this to a person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with? And then you have to understand that you don't want to leave any room for the enemy or for temptation 
to step in and to ruin your marriage. That's one of the things that we have to realize. And and yeah. sometimes I, I don't think we do that. And, no. And I understand everyone makes mistakes and, and people have, you know, there's been mishaps and things of that sort, but you have to work through those things and assess what is really most valuable to you because it's certain things and it's just not worth it. It's just not, it's just not worth it to have right. a, a, a friendship of the opposite sex and you doing and saying stuff that's out of order and you could potentially ruin your marriage and it will start a spiral of mistrust. That's another thing that I see is distrust. that's where yeah, distrust, mistrust, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's another thing that I see though is because now, because you don't trust your spouse. Now it's the, where are you? Yep. And then what it becomes doing? a controlling situation. Where you at? Too. Now it's like, okay, now your spouse is going through your phone without you knowing. So we can go back to the. Uh... I, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, and I'm not going to talk about that, this because I've, I've been through it, but. That's but, what happened though. And it could be a combination of insecurities and it could be a combination of things you're doing that, you know, you have no business doing, you know, it's going to cause this reaction and if it escalates to a point where you do find yourself in that trick bag and you didn't did the do and now your spouse can't trust you now your spouse can't trust you at church you could be flirting while i'm sitting singing in the choir or you could be you know or you could be doing this or no where are you going uh uh-uh, who you who who gonna be there and it's now you're create you're you created a a, a world of anxiety and insecurity with your spouse now and and it's gonna take you a while to dig yourself out that hole i think um something that my mom was saying because my mom listens to the podcast shout out to you mom if you're watching um (laughs) she gives me she always gives me her synopsis of what we was talking about but she was saying that a lot of people try to keep secrets from their spouse or like Mm. they'll be in relationships and they have secrets um and that is why I feel like one of the things that helped us when we were, well, even when we were just friends and we weren't even dating yet, we were like telling each other everything, not even like trying to, but we just did. We had one of those, one of those calls where you like tell your whole life story, you know, yeah. but we were never secret about anything. We didn't keep secrets from each other um, from the beginning. And I think that's so important because a lot of people, they have things that's happened to them in their past with previous relationships and stuff, and they just want to forget about it. And those are things you need to be talking about. Even if, honestly, I feel like if you're dating somebody and you're seriously dating them, you should be talking about everything. Like they need to know what you've been through and stuff. Not like you have to like say it all at once or blurt it out all at once, but your your conversation should be deep enough to where y'all know each other well enough to know what's going to work and what's not. So if we get married and you have a relationship outside of the marriage and I know that you have trauma related to a, you know, a relationship or something like that. I know how we can communicate to each other how we should handle things. If you, not saying that this was you, but if you had a lot of like um, dating history or whatever, and you used to sleep around with women and stuff like that, and I knew that was an issue for you, I would be more cautious of that, like when we got married. So we would need to like talk about boundaries you should have so that you don't fall into temptation or whatever. You know what I mean? So that it doesn't mess our marriage up. You have to know each other that well to be able to have those kind of conversations, but that doesn't happen if you don't communicate. You don't tell each other nothing. So I'm about to I'm about to go there. I'm about to go there. Oh boy, here we go. My wife is not from here. 
from from Facts. the area and where I live. And so if we out, you know, great America somewhere and all of a sudden, you know, these women start coming up and they like, oh, hey, I ain't seen you or I, I didn't know you was married or I didn't know. And then like it was just a totally strange vibe. And my wife was like, oh, what's that all about? He's like, oh, man, you know, I just went this good. But like you slept with them and she didn't know you're putting your spouse mm-hmm. in a strange situation and an uncomfortable situation. And I see people do stuff like that. It's like, I don't like the way such just looked at you. And then come to find out, they find out years down the line that y'all didn't had some some rendezvous back in the day. It's like, the, I don't know why we have gotten into this in this age where people are like, well, I don't, I don't need to know. I don't need to know your past. I don't need to know. Yes, I do. And I need to know. You better tell me. I need to know because I need to know what traumas you've experienced, what relationships you've had, you've had. So when I see this individual, I already know what it is and I'm not thrown off guard. Exactly. When I when I meet this individual at the 10 year reunion or 20 year reunion or whatever, and everybody looking at us crazy because it's like, oh, that's, you know, that's awkward. Like, exactly. yeah, I don't want to be caught by surprise by right. anything. And, and you don't want your spouse to feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, this is why it's important to talk about these things. Hey, man, this is what I've experienced. These are the people that I've dealt with. Um, some of these people are still around. And, you know, this is what it is or this is what it's not. This is what right. it's, this is what it hasn't been. We never got to that. We was cool. We kicked it or whatever. But it never got to that extreme level. Like mm-hmm. these are these are things in detail. What you need to talk about. Yeah, I've dealt with this or I've experienced this. Yeah, this is what hurt me. I may have. And I'm not trying to be graphic, but I, I don't hope I hope this isn't triggering. But you may have been assaulted or you may have had some traumas that have affected you. And these are things that your spouse needs to know because then they can at least be aware and try to protect you from some things or some experience or some right point of you meeting X, Y, Z. And it's like, well, why did you make that face? When, well, right. I never told you, but. That's stuff you need to know. The thing about triggers is it can be literally anything. Like yes. he could have a, a friend that he was like, friends with in high school or whatever and she may wear blue shoes and the dudes i used to talk to in high school they always used to date girls who wore blue shoes and that's triggering for me like he need to know that, that that's a dumb example but i mean that's the kind I of saw stuff when you looked to... at her with the blue shoes exactly like, wait, like that may be triggering well she experienced that when she was it's like i right. didn't i didn't know that was a thing for you I, exactly you would have told me yeah i mean but it's important that's important that you talk about those things because Y'all need to know each other well enough to know how to communicate and deal with certain situations. Not to make this church, but the Bible says, how can two walk together except they be agreed or except they agree? We can't we can't walk to our destination unless we both agree on the destination. Right. Oh, I'm preaching already. Oh, my God. (laughs) You's going to do it regardless. So go ahead and let it out. It is difficult. For us to get to where we're trying to go, if one of us isn't aware of where we're going, how can two walk together? So if we're walking and, and Vicky wants to walk to the left and I'm trying to walk straight, it's going to be hard for me to walk straight with an individual if we're connected at the, and she's going left. You're going to be tugging and fighting. But if we both agree, we're walking straight. Right. 
we're walking forward and then we're going to the left. That's why uh, uh, marching bands, armies, uh, uh, military, they march on a cadence because they all have to agree. Mm -hmm. They all have to. Agree. And they're fighting for the same home base. They're on the same team. They, they fight the same, together. They the they're not fighting against team. each other. And when you're married, you're not fighting against your spouse. You're fighting with your you're, you're fighting the same thing. That's why I said if if somebody's his friend, that's my friend, too. So he is he's automatically not going to have any friends of the opposite sex that I'm not friends with. If you friends with them, I'm friends with them, too. We kicking it. We hanging out. Where we girl, where we going? Because like, hello, like ain't nobody that he going to be friends with that. I'm like, I don't like them because that's an issue. Then I got an attitude <laughs> like I have an attitude. Every time you talk to them, I'm going to have an attitude. So we got to be I got to be friends with her. It ain't no like, well, he has his friends. I have my friends of the opposite sex. And we don't like we don't, we don't kick it. Like right. we don't know about them or we don't know who they are. Like, no, I know everybody who texts his phone. I at least met him. And there is no. And I'm fine with them talking. <laughs> there is no like, give me my phone. What you doing? My phone. Definitely not. Like Even my phone is right here. I mean, she has my password. And it's not like because I know people have asked that question. Too. It's not like. It's this, all right, here's my password. No. It's just like, this is what it is. Like, I, I may need to, something may happen. Like, just right. Just the way of life when you're married to Exactly. Your spouse. It's not like, like a burden we know, for We know us. passwords. It's not a burden <laughs> for us to have each other's information. And, and like, I don't, I don't take his phone from him and go through his phone looking for something. Like, yeah, we've that, talked about that before. That's the thing about having the pet. We're not, we don't have passwords because we don't trust each other. Exactly. And that's what so many couples, so many, I see so many toxic relationships where they like, no, I, I'm I just saying, you know, if we, if we going to be together, I need to know your passwords and I need to be able to go through your phone and you not, you need to not be able to trip. And, and then I see dudes like, Hey, I'm just letting you know, I'll jump. Don't be going through my stuff. Don't be going through my phone. Like, well, well, why would you have that type of reaction, both male and female? If you know, you're about to be in a relationship with this individual and, and you know, you're going to have an inclination to be jealous. Right. It's creating that creates division without there even being any division yet. It just creates it by you even having that because that's to me, that's an immature way to think, because then you're assuming that either they're going to do something wrong or assuming that, like, you don't trust me. It creates a mindset of not trusting each other. And even when we had our little because, you know, we talked about this before and I don't remember which podcast it was, but, um, you know, we talked about the, the little minute where I had a lapse of judgment <laughs> and I went through your phone on purpose looking for something. But even when that happened, I don't even like it is it wasn't like I didn't trust you. It's just like I wasn't in the right mind frame. I was being immature. I don't know why. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. But I was being immature. And we both had maturity things to work on. So it's like it's not like I didn't trust you. So my trust wasn't lost. But even then when we hashed that out, it's like Cam understood that okay, this made you uncomfortable. I'll I'll fix it. You know what I mean? Like it it's like it wasn't like after that you continue to well, I'm still gonna have friends and I'm gonna talk to them however I want to and I'm gonna No. Like we communicated No, because I, at the end of the day, if you would have done the same thing, I would have been mad too. Exactly. So, so it's like it's like even if you do like don't don't be upset that you got caught because right. if you if your spouse would have got caught for the same thing, you would have been mad too. And we try to have these, you know, well, no, you can, you can do what you're going to do. Go ahead and do it. No, no, def no, 
Like, why can we grow up? It's right. 2021. Yeah. We're in a whole new dimension. <laughs> a, whole di- a whole new dimension. We're in a whole new dimension. Okay. We have to have these conversations that may be difficult. People may not agree. That's fine. As for me in my house, that we're, we're going to do things the smart way. I don't want to leave any room for temptation to just easily just creep on in because it's easy it really is like not even, that i'm the most attractive person in the world but even if but, but it's but out here's there the thing. it's here's out the there thing. to get even if i trust you to conduct yourself well i don't know how other people are going to act i don't know what kind of bad day sis might be having i don't know what she may go through a breakup or something and want you to speak life into her and she gets to feeling like well dang like now i kind of like you like you never know what what can happen so it's not that it's not that having boundaries in your marriage it's not like those things are there to control one another it's just so you can keep peace in your own house just in case just in case because you just you just never know you have to be careful of those things especially because i know what kind of person cam is i mean people love him so i know ain't nobody out there don't like cam he's a preacher so people are always gonna like pour out their heart to him and you know so if you have a female friend or something and y'all are talking and she needs advice or needs help with something like she's gonna share her thoughts and feelings with you and you're gonna listen because you care about people you know what i mean but and i, I was thinking literally thinking about this same thing uh, as you were going there but i'm going to include you right and that's in why on the conversation because i don't want it to be no fishy business exactly and this is what i tell some of my young young or single uh, preacher, minister, friends, don't put yourself in a situation where you can get potentially caught up mm-hmm. because that's, we've seen it happen. Of course. Uh, multiple, multiple times, but, but it's not going to happen in my house. No, not at all. And I'm, I'm going to do everything in my way possible. And our church does a great job of training leaders and people to understand, like if you're approached, if you're a man and you're approached by a woman and they won't pray or whatever, Grab a wife, grab one of the church mothers, grab uh, one of the deaconesses that's up to stand grab, with you grab and the, agree and bring them over on what you're saying, and include them in or just have them pray because we don't want to make room for right. the enemy to come in. And that's the now, same I know thing. this sounds super churchy, but it's so real. Y'all. It's so I'm real. Telling you, it's so real. It's so real. I mean, even conversations where somebody may hit me up in my DMs or whatever, like I let her know. Because I don't want it to get to a place where it's creepy now. And now you telling me all your dreams. And and then all of a sudden now you had a dream that I'm your husband. Whoa. Listen. No. I don't think I don't see it. No, sister girl. You're blocked. I'm going to see it. These are some of the things that you have to do if you want to have a healthy relationship with your spouse. You just have to. And don't think of it as like a... A bird, like I hate the idea that people feel like letting go of their single life is like a bad thing. When you literally get married, you literally are no longer single. You so become one you with have someone to else. Let go of that. Yeah, life. It, it's not. A, it's not to take away something from you. You're building something with somebody. When you get your high school diploma, you're no longer a high school student. So then why do we want to go into seasons with the previous season smell? <laughs> no. I mean, like. You're trying to go into tomorrow with yesterday's clothes on. 
It's yesterday's draws. You're it's trying to summer wear the same 20, panties. It's summer 21, but you got fall 20 clothes on. You, you can't go into the summer with a park on. You are behind the fashion schedule, sweetheart. <laughs> Listen, you're going to burn up. You're going to get hot. You're going to be uncomfortable. But I just, I don't like the idea of like, you can't have this when you're married. You can't have that. Like, I don't like the idea of you going into something that's good for you and then finding all the negatives to make it a negative thing. You don't look at the privileges of it. You just look at the rules and bondage. And it's not, unless you like bondage, but that's not what that is. Ain't nothing about my single life that I want or miss. I just want to say that because I know people be asking me that sometimes. Is there anything that you wish you would have done before you got married? No. All of the best things I've experienced in my life have happened from being married. I hear people say crazy stuff like, yeah, I feel like I'm going to have to be less of myself if I were to get married. Less of yourself. What does that mean? Bye. Exactly. Call back later. The number you have tried to reach is... <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be clear. I wanted to be clear that you can have friends. Sure. That's cute. But if you married, your best friend is right next to you. Like, yeah, this why do you need... You can have friends, but if we're talking best friends... Yeah. It's a no. Like, why do you need somebody else Randy outside Jackson. of that? It's a no, dog. Why do you need that so badly? Like, why does that matter to you more than... Not that... I'm not saying anybody who asked this question was saying that, but, like, if that's what you're thinking, like, why do you think that way? And address that. You please. can talk occasionally. Yeah. But, th- we're not saying you can't be friends at all. But you on your way home from work, you talking to them, you texting them all the time, y'all sending voice notes, y'all got secret uh, and then the other inside thing- jokes and... The no. other thing, disregarding the, the opposite sex thing, friends in general, there is nothing that your friends outside of your marriage should know that your spouse doesn't know yep. about you, about how you feel about them. Nothing like all the communication should go like I don't talk to my friends about anything that I haven't talked to Cam about already that I haven't already expressed to him. Like I'm not out here like telling them all my feelings and I never tell Cam. And if I've done that before, they they will tell me, no, you need to talk to him about that. Like, don't talk to me about that. That's something y'all need to discuss. Because like, he comes first. And that's why it's important to have married friends because then they'll tell you that. If you don't have married friends, they ain't gonna tell you that. But regardless. Oh, that's a whole nother. You're married, but you have single friends. You need people who are- And you trying to, and you trying to get advice from your single friends. You about- need people who are either in this- <gasps> Who are either in the season that you're in or have already gone through that. You know what I mean? Like are wiser than you. You need people like that in your life. Get some people around you who understand your situation. That'll help you a lot in your marriage. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. If you guys have any questions or, you know, obviously you're going to leave comments if you're on YouTube. But if you guys have any questions or suggestions for other topics we can talk about, we're open here. So go ahead and leave your suggestions. We got some, we got some, some, some other good topics lined up you know one i want to talk about is building together i want a high value man i want a high value woman i want he gotta have this he gotta be this he gotta be six feet six six pack and six figures but what do you have and then brothers be talking about yeah she gotta be stacked i want to i want this i want that but dude you have no teeth yes we need to talk about preferences versus standards because i think people mix those two Mm, my god also we can talk about needs versus wants versus wants but hey appreciate you guys once again the support has been amazing checking out peace peace